Oh, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I just hung up on Isaiah in front of everyone. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, he's calling me again. I'm so sorry, Isaiah, but we're actually doing ASMR right now, so can you please call you back in a moment? Can you ask Mahela if she has a key before I lock the house up? Do you have a key? everybody to the public youth podcast um we're gonna do an ask me anything today among a few other little dribs and drabs here and there by the way 
If you have any scenarios, questions, advice that you need, please send them into this email address and we will answer all, I will answer all your questions. I'm qualified to do this. I am a professional. So please send in your needs and I will do my best to answer them. Okay, let's start with a little question. Here's one. Oh, what does Pastor Izzy hate more than bananas? Me. Well, here's one from Sai. Shout out Sai. Or if you would like to follow him. If your friend has to tell you that it doesn't, could one of those in the world be better than them? Your friend has to tell you that it doesn't. Could it? (laughs) Could if your friend has to tell you that it doesn't, could one of those in the world tell you that it doesn't want? Next question. How do I let my... Oh, again, sigh. Cool. How do I let myself have more of what I shouldn't... How do I let myself have more of what I shouldn't know in time? How do I let myself have more of what I shouldn't know in time? I feel like, no, I can answer this. I can answer this one. How do I let myself have more of what I shouldn't know in time? How do I have more of what I shouldn't know? should have more of what you shouldn't know by knowing less. Thank you. The dogs go to heaven. Um, unconfirmed, but yes. Is it necessary to wear deodorant? Yes, because if you don't wear deodorant, you're actually the worst kind of person. And it also takes two seconds, two seconds to spray on some or roll on some, or just not smell like a disgusting human being. Oh, here's one. Oh, that's a good one. Do feminists go to heaven? If they profess Jesus as Lord, yeah, they do. Freakos. Favorite spirit food. Um, my favorite spirit food is um, daily bread. What's the time? Time to get a better question. How much wood would a wood chuck chuck if a wood chuck could chuck wood? Um, probably not a lot of wood because they're small animals. They've got little hands. Probably can't lift a lot. Probably don't have much throwing capacity from what I know about chipmunks or woodchucks. Same thing, right? Right? I'm going to Google that. What is the difference? What is the difference between a wood chuck and a chip monk. Is a woodchuck an animal? Or is it a machine? Oh, what the heck? A woodchuck is also a groundhog. Yeah, nah, they got T-Rex arms. They're not chucking anything. 
long distances <laughs> or a lot of it. They're probably a very small amount of wood that they can chuck. So not many. How many fedoras have I seen today? Actually, plenty. You know what? One too many. How about that? One too many fedoras. And I don't get to film them all because I'm at work. I'm, um, do I have my phone out? Because I'm a good employee. Is Santa Claus real? Whoa. Um, no. Sorry, everyone. He isn't. Or she. Um, kidding. Um, Santa Claus is not real. Actually, no, isn't he actually real? He was. He used to be a saint. But he's actually not alive anymore. Sorry, he's dead. Santa Claus is dead, all right? Just like all joy in this world. Some rich dude that just gave. Some rich dude, yeah, maybe. That just gave out presents to people and was like, oh. How do I recognize noise? (laughs) How do I recognize the voice of God? One of our Bible college lecturers was like, God talks to you as you. And I was like, whoa. Um, but kind of does talk to you as you and probably, but at the same time, probably doesn't sound like you because you are going to want to do things that might negatively impact on people that might not be wise. And if you hear a wise voice being like, don't do that or do this or that's probably God. So look for the wisdom. It's not like an audible, like I'm God. It's just like, I don't know. You just know. It's like a spidey sense. You just know. And the more you get to know God, the more you learn to know what that voice sounds like. It's like when we're talking about in Holy Spirit episode, where we're talking about right or left, go this way or that way, you'll hear it like it'll hit you. You'll you'll just know it. It's like this weird knowing um, of who God is. But it probably doesn't sound like the same dialogue as you're using. So he's not going to be encouraging of things like I'll go – yeah, yeah, go ahead, be nasty or not. And also follow the peace. Follow the peace. as w- When you have peace, that's, I think, also an indicator that that's the voice of God when you're hearing him. What makes Christianity different from other religions? I honestly think it's um, grace and that it's not works-based. So I think in some other religions, it feels very not feels very, I think it is very works-based. Like you have to earn your way into heaven. You've got to earn your way into the good graces of God. But the best thing about Jesus is that he actually says, just come as you are. And actually I have taken on the burden of your sin and he gives you a way. He's made a way out of that. Um, and so I think that's probably the one major point is that Jesus actually has grace and has made a way for us to, move out of sin and move out of, I mean, death really. So that's what makes it, that's one thing. And then I think because we're in a society that might be moving out of traditional religions and moving into more of this like broader spectrum, I guess like new agey, like it all kind of blends that kind of um, idea where we can be our own gods and we can be, you know, we're, we're the heroes of our own life and we're our own gods. And I think Christianity is a big point of difference where it's like, you're not the God of your story. Jesus is the God of the story. I think that makes us comfortable in this day and age where we go, I love Jesus as a person. Jesus was a great guy. I think most people would agree with that, but we don't like that Jesus is Lord. And so I think that's another point of difference is that we actually have a Lord that we 
we're not the God of our own life. And I also think that's such a good thing. It's not a rules basing. It's not a like dictatorship. It's actually a really freeing thing because I actually can't do anything. I'm actually really weak and God actually partners with us to make us strong. And I think that's really cool because I think sometimes when I see some of my friends going like a little bit new agey, they're like, oh, just look inward, just look inward, just look inward. And I'm like, I actually think that can be quite isolating if you're always looking inward because you actually don't have all the answers and you actually have to look out of yourself and up to someone else to get answers and to get the help that you need because you're a mere human. <laughs> like we really don't understand how little we are and how big God actually is. So I think it's really important that it's awesome that we get to look up to God and look out to God. What is the prophetic significance of a fedora? <laughs> what is daddy God saying? Um, I think the prophetic significance of a fedora, it actually talks about, <laughs> did you hear that? My neck just bubbled <laughs> something, bubbled up something prophetic. Yeah. I think it's talking about covering, just been covered. Um, by the wrong cloak. So if you are like, God, give me a sign and you see a fedora, I think that's a warning that you're under the wrong covering, just saying. How do you be a Christian around your friends? Well, you can still be yourself. You don't have to be like this wacko. Um, just be yourself and be really loving and just try and embody Jesus as best as you can. But also I think be real with people and be really authentic with people. I think that's something that like, non-Christians and Christians want to see. They don't want to see someone that's like trying to be a white knight hero. That's like, yeah, I'm just the hands and feet of Christ. I'm the be all and end all, but just being like, oh, I'm a broken person. And, and this is how Jesus helps me to, or this is how God helps me to get through these situations or deal, deal with this kind of emotion. Um, and I think, yeah, just be yourself. And then bring God into absolutely everything that you do and just being normally abnormal, if that makes sense. Because it's not like reinventing the wheel. It's actually so easy just to like be you because God's created you to be you. He hasn't created you to be like this image of a person or this image of a person. He's just made you to be you. And if you can just keep moving towards God and um, just bringing him, him into your everyday world, um, I think the more and more Jesus will just become a part of who you are and he'll use you to sort of minister, I reckon, to people. How am I supposed to follow God when the world tells me I should follow other things? Um, you've got to, I think, you know what, you've got to have a backbone, um, which it sounds a bit harsh, but is actually true because the whole world You've got to learn how to like cut out the noise and really tune into who you are and who you actually know that God's created you to be. And I think if you think like it's a real Christian term, like your identity in Christ, but um, knowing who you are in Jesus is really important. And that has actually been an anchor for my life when I've been like, what do I really want here? And when I've made mistakes or when I've gone often done my own thing, the thing that's brought me back is this idea that actually that's not who I am. Like, oh, I didn't enjoy that because that wasn't who I am. So when I've gone and like partied or whatever, I have hated it in the moment 
and also after because I was like, oh, this is not who I am. This is not true to who I am. Not because of Aaron, but because God has actually called me to be someone else. So he's actually called us to be righteous and holy and um, bold and strong and courageous and fearless. And sometimes it's really tough to say no to stuff, especially when you've got a crew of people around you that are like, no, do this, no, do that. But um, I think the more you say no and the more you put yourself around really strong leaders and also friends who support you, um, I think it gets easier. I definitely think it gets easier. And know when to cut out the stuff of the world because you need a break, I think, to just really – because you go through different seasons where you're, like, softer to more prone to the things of, you know, society – um, and then other seasons where you, it's like affects you less. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it, down and 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 down and 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 She likes to dance. She likes to sing. She likes a lot of things. She likes to move. She likes to groove. She wants everything. One night. One life. Oh, every night. So tight. Hold tight. Oh, baby, hold tight. Any way you want it. That's the way you need it. Any way you want it. This has been Aaron Ham. Thank you for listening to the public podcast. I got a really big team, man. What a time to be alive.